0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. This is episode 47. I am Steve, and I'm joined by Jeff. Jeff, how are you this week?
1: Doing just fine. A uh, lot of stuff to talk about in wrestling. I might be going to South America for a while. I might, might need some uh, tips from you as to, uh, you know, where to go, where not to go, how to not be found.
0: Oh, let me, oh, that's right. Uh, you, you're you going to go visit John Moxley in Nicaragua. Anyways, okay. we've, got a lot, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got, obviously, The Return of CM Punk, a lousy follow-up AEW Dynamite. We've got SummerSlam, TakeOver, What Happened to Karrion Cross's outfit. Becky Lynch <laughs> is back. Brock Lesnar's back. COVID is back. It's a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, so we're going to just jump right into it. Um, Jeff, I don't know if you heard over the weekend, a lot of wrestling news. But a certain, I don't know, quote iconic wrestler that has been missing for the last seven years decided to pop back up. Were you aware of this?
1: Yes, I was, Steve, because I am a professional, so I was aware. I have also been made aware of it for the for the looming weeks before as well. So yeah, I was I was pretty pretty well teed up for it. Um, and I have to say that the entrance didn't really disappoint. I mean, you turn on Rampage, it went straight to it. The song played. You couldn't even hear the song over the CM Punk chants and the crowd cheering. I don't think that anything that CM Punk said was that interesting. I mean, I think he took took a couple of pot shots. But it didn't matter because the crowd was electric. The sound was electric. The chants were electric. And you could see the emotion in him was real. I mean, he, his eyes were misty. So you know that. You know, Jim Cornette said that it was almost perfect. I, you know, I, they would have had to have tried to ruin it. But um, yeah, I mean, the didn't make us wait. No wondering. He was doing mosh pits. He was obviously had a lot of people there. He knew from whether they were actually, you know, friends or people he trained with or fans that he's been that he's known for twenty years or. Friends in the area could have been all of the above, but he was hugging
0: everyone or people he owed money to (coughs) Colt Cabana
1: (laughs) or the the ice cream vendor. Um, I mean, there were a a couple of pot shots and saying he needed seven years to recover by sickness, basically caused by WWE. All right. You know, take take it down a notch. We, we, We know you, you know, you also did comic books and movies and, you know, every autograph signing you could. Um, and you had a podcast, and you talked about Blackhawks hockey, and it, it's not like you were dying out there. Uh, and then you also podcast? said, he,
0: "I didn't even know about this." Yeah, he's done everything.
1: He said he was out of professional wrestling for sixteen years. Cute line. It's dopey. It's dopey when Ring of Honor fans think that their stuff is is authentic. It's dopey when NWA fans think their stuff is real professional wrestling. There's no real professional wrestling. Well, there. I'm sorry, there is. Sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling is the only place where people actually get paid to do something called wrestling. Maybe there are Greco-Roman tournaments somewhere, but even and in yeah, UFC, what about, there's no,
0: What about Olympic wrestling?
1: Uh, still considered amateur, though that, that's bupkis too. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, if you, UFC doesn't even have a Greco-Roman division. Bellator doesn't. None of the MMAs do. So there's no professional wrestling. It's all stunt what, dancing
0: what about when i go to my local dive bar and they have like greased up women that you can wrestle with for like free beers
1: i wouldn't say that's really professional wrestling i think that's more like and you know you are giving entertainment to others and they're rewarding you with swill
0: (laughs) there you go okay fair enough yeah cm punk came back um I, you Steve can't, goes can't professional sense. wrestling at the local bar, does mud
1: wrestling with local women, and he doesn't draw a dime.
0: That's right, with local bar hags. Se- seven here.
1: people are there going, Steve,
0: Steve, Steve. Yeah, right. Or, or cheering for the bar hag to be like, you know, slip fall, and then.
1: Oh, I <laughs> I assume you use Big Daddy Cool. I just figured her name was Steve.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking stepped right into that
1: one.
0: Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, man, CM Punk comes back. I mean, listen, everybody saw this promo, and it was hard not to fucking feel something for the the energy that was provided by the Chicago crowd. And like you said, I want to give props to Tony Khan for just booking this right off the bat of Rampage. He, He knew no other thing would be better to start the show with. Also, you know, you get everything. You get Cult of Personality. You get CM Punk. You get the guy crying in the audience. Mm -hmm. You got uh, all of it. Like, So, great way to start the show, especially to capitalize on those SmackDown viewers that might have stopped tuning in and then was like, oh, CM Punk's on. Oh, well, let me tune in. I think that definitely helped them garner the rating that they did and... You'll shout out the rating in a couple of uh, minutes, but, um, CM Punk still got it as far as promos are concerned. My only thing is, well, how is he still, uh, the self-proclaimed best in the world when the man has been punched in the face, knocked the fuck out at least two times in UFC, and he hasn't stepped foot in a wrestling ring in seven years. This guy can no longer call himself the best in the world, but still continues to sell t-shirts and idiots keep continue to buy them despite him not really being the best in the world
1: Ooh, thanks for reminding me i've got to hit that tracking number to see
0: where my order is oh no you t- you ordered a shirt no not one. Oh.
1: 11. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of you that might not know jeff is referring to the fact that pw uh, tees uh had an issue on friday night i guess over the weekend that whenever you went to go order your cm punk t-shirt it didn't just register one t-shirt for sale it registered like four or five of them no no i
1: ordered 11 shirts and they're on their way i got i got them in every color i got them in 2xl and 3xl just in case they shrink too much no i mean as you know i'm i am now the AEW mark and i am a super fan um i sort of miss cm punk the entire time around uh sort of vaguely saw straight edge and, you know, the pipe bomb. But I wasn't, I was sort of checked in and out of wrestling at the time. Had these things called kids. You might know something about it.
0: Mm, Um, Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, So I'm just making up for lost time. And, you know, I want to support everyone. I want to make Colt happy because I know it can't be comfortable for him. So I'm just trying, I'm just trying to give everyone a safe space and support them the best way I can.
0: Well, how, how nice of you. Did you watch uh, Rampage the whole time?
1: I watched everything. Sure, I saw him. I saw him talk about he's got a couple of scores to settle. I'm intrigued. Is that Jericho? I don't know. What is? Who could he have scores with? with did he ever have beef with with Christian? I, I don't think him and Moxley cross paths. I don't know. I'm confused. I, I, well what, Him
0: and Christian were hugging it up at the end of Dynamite. Well, uh, they oh, that wasn't they?
1: Revenge is a dish best served cold. Maybe he doesn't want him to know that that he still uh, carries. A grudge i mean shit. the big show was in wwe for 932 years mark henry for about 870. they could be his targets i don't know this this so dustin so there's so Cody. Many
0: possibilities so many so possibilities many. it's intriguing yeah oh please it's not intriguing this i mean ridiculous. darby
1: and sting were up in the rafters uh, are they faces are they heels darby had the tree painted on his face i mean this this was amazing
0: you know, let's talk about uh, CM Punk showing up. So that was Rampage. So you would think, hey, you know, we just dropped a a great rating for Friday night. Definitely blew any other AEW Friday night show out of the water. You mean the other one? Almost doubled. Yeah, well, the the few uh, couple episodes they did uh, when they moved Dynamite over to uh, Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm counting those two. So you have um cm punk debut and what did they score uh 1.4 on friday night
1: rampage no 1.1 though during cm punk segments uh i, I think they hit over 1.3 i hear some people say 1.4 but the, the highest i saw was 1.3 and change maybe they were rounding up it's wrestling but over you know for the totality of the show was uh, 1.1 for rampage and that carried forward into Dynamite with 1.172, which broke their two-week streak of being under a million after four consecutive weeks of over a million. I think it's because of the Jade Cargill squash over Kiara Hogan, uh, which, by the way, that match, that match was absolutely perfect and was um, the second-best part of the show.
0: Of Rampage. Of Rampage, yeah. You didn't you didn't like uh, the John Moxley squash of Danny Garcia? Not necessarily.
1: Not really. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I mean, I guess I don't think Danny Garcia should be in the main event. And we've talked about why we think that he is. And now he, you know, in in dynamite, he attacked Darby at the end. So, you know, clearly he's working with all the top talent. Um, But your friend Moxley made me laugh out loud when he said, Daniel Garcia, you have a better chance of getting me pregnant than, than beating me tonight. That was great.
0: Oh, that was funny because he actually kind of looks pregnant. Shao, she looks great.
1: He looks tough. Your mind. He looks thick. What looks is big.
0: what? He looks thick. Yeah, he he definitely does look thick, like Pillsbury Doughboy thick. Mm. Um, he he reminds me of um, an out of shape Bruce Willis now. Please, just stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm not embarrassing myself. Listen, uh, this mocks a guy. Tony Khan doesn't respect him. He can't even get this guy a, a dressing room. Every time he cuts a promo, it's like in the hallway with a cinder block wall behind him or some l- crates. Like that,
1: That's where he does his closed fist uh, hard punches. He doesn't need a bag. He just goes right into the wall. That's how tough he is.
0: Oh, I thought he was just punching the air because he's going to fight. Uh, what's his name? Ichiro Suzuki.
1: <laughs> uh, I was hoping you, it, it's somebody Kojima. Shatsu, oh, Sashimi, Sashimi, Kojima.
0: Satoru, Kojima. I
1: don't know. All, all I know is that it's nobody that was exciting.
0: The only Kojima I know is the guy that um, created the game Metal Gear Solid. That's the only Kojima I know. But I don't that know. I guess it's, it's supposed to be uh, a real slobber knocker of a match. I can already hear the sycophantic AEW fans going, Oh, this is going to be great. Uh, All
1: I listen in America right now, North America, even from New Japan, that could have been better options that are in the States are Jay White, Will Ospreay, Minoru Suzuki. I mean, all three would be top tier matches. You don't want to give top tier? Okay. You got Juice Robinson, even David Finley. How about Hikaleo again? I mean, I'm sure there's others that are here that are working out in California. Uh, they're doing shows. I, I see plenty of New Japan people are here. Um, and they can't go back to Japan because everyone there... I mean, it's like 15 people in New Japan have contracted COVID in the last week or so. Mm.
0: Why not Nick Gage?
1: I don't, think, I don't think he's in New Japan. But, uh,
0: you know, if he's in New, New Japan, I mean... Well. But why? why is Moxley just strictly fighting New Japan guys? He doesn't even well, but, have the title anymore.
1: Yeah, but the story was he sent contracts to like 72 different people in Japan and only one came back and he does still work for new Japan periodically and he'll be on their strong shows. Uh, I don't know why it's not Tanahashi. I guess, I guess that, uh, he has conflicts. Um, but he'll probably show up on the trunk. I mean, either one of them will do what they're told. I mean,
0: yeah, right. Not nonsense. Uh, what's
1: his face lost to Lance Archer. Who? Your friend, Moxley.
0: Oh, no, that's because he fucking uh, succumbed to a, a typhoon. Like, oh, tidal wave's coming. Oh, I can't come to... No, Drunk no,
1: like tidal. a month ago. Like, he, you know, he, he got stuck in the barbed wire and he couldn't make the 10 count.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, yeah I told you because he's an idiot. <laughs> he's still <laughs> lost. he's lost in the fucking sauce is what he is. He's, he's, he's a complete buffoon, but nobody wants to believe me that I said, I'm telling you Moxley is, is, is a joke. So are you,
1: are you trying to tell me that we're not going to talk about impacts emergence?
0: It's it's submergence probably. Um, are we done talking about CM Punk? I mean, let's talk about the slackluster dynamite episode that followed up rampage. Like you had a bunch of new eyes on the product. And this was your golden opportunity to start Wednesday night on fire. And you start with Matt Hardy. Okay. If you're an old WWE head that tuned in to see CM Punk and you see Matt Hardy, you're like, okay, I'll, that's cool. Matt Hardy's still wrestling. But you put him up against Pockets Cassidy. Like, if they're not in on the joke, they're going to think this is a joke. Like not funny. So what do you think about the idea of them putting together Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy to start the show?
1: If you like CM Punk, especially if you like CM Punk, the way he looks now, you don't care about Orange Cassidy. I mean, I, I agree. This week's dynamite was bad. This was a squandered opportunity. I mean, they still did good numbers as we talked about that, but they probably could have done even better numbers or They'll probably lose a bunch of those people, um, because they, I doubt that this show would would rope anyone in. A, see, what I don't know is that if they were just counting on that they would get the eyes because of CM Punk. Period. If they actually thought this was a good show, if they're actually if they actually think that that the mainstream thinks that the Orange Cassidy is a draw. Or that the mainstream wants to see the gun club and the factory and brock anderson you know or lee johnson i mean the the, the you know segments with the dark order i mean it, it's like the, this whole show was this show lo- looked more like a dark show i mean the show <laughs> name dark d-a-r-k not not a dark match it looked like the the youtube show dark the card then no the it, it
0: it also looked like dark matches like you well, that, had yeah. moxley darby and eddie kingston versus um who it wasn't qt marshall he was in the other match yeah it, no, it
1: was, was it was the wingman i mean
0: yeah, yeah no bononi uh amish roadkill uh and uh who's the other guy uh
1: jd gregg and then the, the hollywood hunk uh,
0: oh, nickname ryan name ryan uh, uh, Ryan Ziegler, that's right.
1: Right, Dolph brother. And a pretty Peter Avalon on the outside.
0: Ridiculous. If, if you didn't think this was a complete squash, all these, I don't, I, I applaud Tony Khan for just pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. They think that this is a real match. Like, this is all enhancement talent. I, I, I've told you this before, Jeff. Like, I'm watching fucking Sunday Challenge all over again from like the fucking late 80s, early 90s. I'm watching Superstars. I'm watching Bret Hart come out and job uh, job out an enhancement guy. Iron Mike Sharp, Barry Horowitz. These are all the same fucking guys. They're, the kids watching AEW will go on and be like, you remember how great Danny Garcia was? He was a real great enhancement talent.
1: I kid, th- this was a slapdash card. This, I mean, I understand that their goal is to build towards the pay-per-view, but they also have momentum to build upon. And like I said, it was a squander. I don't know if it's going to do them any damage in the long run, but it was a squandered opportunity. But that's it. Matt Hardy got busted open the hard way. And I, I didn't. I, I just I, of
0: course. Because of course he does. Because if he, he had no business Ric- being in there. Is he the new Ric Flair? Like every match he's in, he just gets busted open? He does, but Ric
1: Flair. I mean, he had a, his forehead is just hundred percent scar tissue. It's like Dusty Rhodes. You, you sneeze hard, <laughs> and you bleed. Matt Hardy doesn't have that. It's just he finds new ways to bleed and miss moves and miss spots. And I mean, this one was totally on him, as, as far as I could tell. He he over. I mean, maybe he's used to diving on regular size people or regular size wrestlers. that are bigger than or, regular
0: people, or or wrestlers that will catch you
1: instead of like a, a person who's miniature for a regular person, let alone a wrestler. Um, nevertheless, he's done this
0: sort of thing before. So I,
1: I don't know. I mean, Matt Hardy got busted open. Brock Anderson got busted up. I'm pretty sure someone else was bleeding. Can we mouth.
0: talk about that Ma- Malachi Black Brock, Brock Anderson match? Yeah, of course we what can. Would, what was the point of having this as the main event? Like you knew that this was going to be a squash. Fuck. Even Arn Anderson knew that his son had no chance in hell in this match. I told you. I told
1: everyone. And now I'm hearing all the podcasters say it. It's so obvious what they're doing now. I've been saying this week. You're like, what's the story? I'm like, obviously, Cody's going to be the final boss. Well, you already lost him. I'm like, yeah, he's going to go through Brock Anderson. He's going to go through the gun club. He's going to go through Lee Johnson. And then he's going to go through Dustin. Then then Cody's going to come back. Everyone's jumping on that now. Sure, because it's obvious. It was always obvious. That's the story. The story is he's going to destroy everyone that Cody cares about. And who ran in to do the rescue? lee johnson and jeff
0: but this fucking rescue by lee johnson hold on a second lee johnson has lost match after match after match this guy's a loser a bo- uh, a nobody and malachi black just easily rope-a-dopes brock anderson which i'm convinced is the only reason that he's in the match is because AEW wants to capitalize on uh uh Brock Lesnar coming back and SEO results search engine optimization Mm. if you type because if you type in Brock like the fourth option that comes down is Brock Anderson Eh? so um again smart move by Tony Khan the uh numbers analyst or word number
1: one booker in the world
0: number I I didn't say that
1: I did
0: yeah that's that's incorrect
1: you know Khan means king, right?
0: You know that that in professional wrestling, in mm-hmm. sports entertainment, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon means king. Kennedy. McMahon.
1: No. Kennedy. McMahon means son of man. I mean it's sort of a boring it's sort of like a tautology. It's a dumb name.
0: Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It's like one yeah. of the best presidents. Debatable. How dare you? That guy sacrificed his life for this country. Anyways, um, so, yeah, that, okay, so that's a squash match. Then, after that, his father gets in the ring. Jeffrey, Ma- what the fuck is going on here? Malachi Black swings the black mask kick. And, like, Mr. Miyagi to Daniel's son, he blocks the guy's finishing move. He What is he, 72 How is he blocking the fucking move like he's Mr. Miyagi?
1: He's the enforcer. He's the coach. He scouted it out. This is Arn Anderson. Fuck
0: out of here, Jeff. What? Are you kidding me?
1: Listen. Jeff. You got to do a nut shot to,
0: to beat Arn Anderson. That's fucking dumb. Are you kidding me? Like Malachi Black looked like an idiot. Hey, this is TNT. It's 1986 and Arn Anderson has titles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then if that wasn't just un unre- unfathomable in its own right on its own mm-hmm. you have who comes out to make this rescue Think Lee Johnny. Johnson B- fuck Lee-, Lee Johnson who can't fucking find a win anywhere but yet I'm supposed to buy that Lee Johnson on his own is enough of a man to scare Malachi Black. It's mind games.
1: It's mind Mom. games. Malachi wasn't scared. He just didn't want to waste any more time. He his blood sugar it was low. He needed to have a banana or an apple or
0: something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some high protein vegan soy black bean patties.
0: This is this is were they Dutch? Of course they're Dutch. You think they'd be Flemish? Did you like that That they kept bigging up Malachi Black as this Dutch Muay Thai master?
1: Yes, and apparently it's a different than Muay Thai traditionally. <laughs> it's much more striking with the, the legs, even though he was doing arm shots, which shows his versatility.
0: <laughs> I applaud that you have uh, just openly received being an AEW mark 100 percent. it's so easy it's so easy you are really good you are you become really good at defending this trash
1: it's so it's so easy i i would totally be outside of san diego in that house with with the heavens gay people wearing my black knife <laughs>
0: <laughs> my wife grew up like five blocks away from those idiots
1: wow you're so you're so mean calling everyone idiots you're like you're like bobby heenan
0: Oh, it's just listen. These humanoids are ridiculous. Okay, um, CM Punk mm-hmm. drops another promo. Again, Milwaukee. I don't know about maybe what is it forty five? Not forty five. It's a little more than more, a little more than an hour drive from Chicago. Probably about an hour and a half. Let's round it up to like about. bunch have never been miles. to Milwaukee. I don't know. Nobody, nobody wants to be in Milwaukee. Like, let's be real. Mm. Um. So. They have the show in Milwaukee. The crowd pop. Do you agree with me? Not as vivacious.
1: Oh, It was definitely like- not as vivacious. I mean, listen, you never get a second first chance, but it was a good pop. But it wasn't extraordinary. I mean, I would say it was it was less than Britt Baker in Pittsburgh, and it was it was a good pop, but it wasn't it wasn't extraordinary. It was, it was a nice mean- solid pop, but it wasn't it wasn't. I don't think it's what what people were expecting.
0: Did you see the video of Giannis? I can't I can't even begin to pronounce his last name, but he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. He just apparently like bought some shares in the Brewers as well. He's a big NBA star. He I, I wouldn't know if I did
1: cuz I have no idea who that is.
0: All right, so Giannis is the like all-star. I think he's like a power forward or uh, whatever, for, uh, center for the Milwaukee Bucks. And he comes out and gets an AEW title. This was all off the air. Where's he from? Um, Oh, shit. Giannis is
1: John, States. but Giannis would imply you know, it's th- Johan.
0: I think he's Greek.
1: So it's probably Johan.
0: So I thought it was Johnny for Giannis. Giannis. Well, Johan
1: is just a form of John, so it's John.
0: You're John. Um, so he got a bigger pop than CM Punk. <laughs>
1: well, he, that, that was probably a tactical mistake to have a local hero, uh, on camera, but I didn't see it. So I, I can't really talk about it, but I can talk about Tony's interview with Punk and, and Punk really didn't say anything new. I mean, that, that was the, this, he didn't really follow up. I mean, he certainly emotes well and he's, he's, you know, he's got the crazy eyes mm-hmm. and he, you know, and he. He, he speaks like a wrestler, but I don't know. I, the, all I was seeing, I don't know, like some guy who, if they were in the subway with me, that I'd be like, I don't want to sit too close to him, because I might catch something. Um, yeah. But he didn't say anything. He was talking about Darby. The crowd did a yes chant, and and the most interesting part was where he sort of slipped. He said that's somebody else's shtick, and you might have to be more patient for that. Uh, you know, which is which was cute and and fun and human, and and that was a moment in in and of itself. Um, But yeah, I agree with you. The pop was good, but it was it it didn't come close to recreating Chicago.
0: And he he doesn't seem to actually really have anything to say. That was well, I mean, he did hint at the biggest thing that he said that everybody's talking about the the day after is his hinting of Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. Bryan Danielson uh, is coming to AEW, he's pretty much locked in and that the AEW fans need to be a, just a little more patient. Well, yeah, but um, everyone
1: knows that too. I mean, it's just a question of when, and there's two big shows in the Metro New York area coming up next week. So, I mean, it's, the, the suspects are, are rounding down to, to those two and you know, probably Queens.
0: Are you aware that he, the last, uh, this is so like inside baseball, like, <laughs> I, listen, I succumb to this shit, too, when it comes to Marvel movies and Marvel comic books. Like, the inside shit is really mm-hmm. nerdy and, and captivating to me. Sure. But some of this in wrestling is just so fucking cheesy and dumb. So, have you are you aware, Jeff, that when CM Punk came out last week, he had, I think, the initials DB or BD, referring to Daniel Bryan brian danielson and on one shoe and then on the other shoe he had ac which is supposed to stand for adam cole mm-hmm. yeah. and this week he had bw which stands for Bray, Bray Wyatt. White.
1: yeah mm-hmm. this is all great i love easter eggs this is really exciting it's just building my anticipation <laughs> and excitement more t-shirts more t-shirts what he did say to answer your criticism earlier he said do I still have what it takes? Am I still the best in the world? Can CM Punk still go? And he talked about how Darby would have been his favorite wrestler at 15 and stuff like that. So I don't know. It just hit me right here.
0: For those of you uh, not able to see Jeff, he just slapped his titty. hmm <laughs> Oh, Jeff, this fucking show, AEW. Like AEW... granite had a bunch of um like granite mm-hmm. the man of steel mm-hmm. everybody uh, uh, what is with these fucking cheesy run-ins we just talked about Lee Johnson earlier in the show you had omega cutting a promo <laughs> this fucking this fucking made me laugh too so omega's in the ring brandon cutler's got his uh hairspray nakazawa's there callus is there so it's the four of these guys christian cage is cutting a promo on them they beat down Christian Cage. Who comes out to make the save? Um, the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. And all four of them are like, oh, shit, let's get out of Dodge. Like, you're telling me that what, Like Nakazawa and Cutler couldn't just easily hand Kazarian his ass?
1: It doesn't even matter. I mean, first of all, let me say, Callus is fabulous. He's so much fun, and that pink suit was outrageous. And the pink scarf, I mean... That was crazy, and I, I, you know, I like the whole throwback to he hired Christian and fired Christian because there was a kid named Kenny and Kenny's ten years old, and then uh, you know Kenny Omega had to do it twice for effect. He goes, "You think you know me?" You know the, the whole headshot.
0: shot. Oh, I, so corny.
1: It was corny, but that's Kenny. He's a dork. But I thought they're the
0: all brown, dorks.
1: The Christian made a joke. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep during during your speech." The crowd was dead during this whole thing. I mean, the, this got no reaction from the crowd.
0: I, f- yeah, the, a lot of that was the other criticism I heard. Oh,
1: the it's day Kojima Shitogi. That's the guy's name. Is
0: Kojima the first name or the last name? Don't test me on these things. It's,
1: it's it's the first name. As I typed it as if it was the first name, but maybe I was doing like international dating, like you were doing.
0: Oh fuck nobody knows nobody knows nobody on this show knows knows. but i i don't care i
1: don't i don't feel like my life is not full for it because this is this is this is just this is this is new japan doing to aw what AEW does to nwa they're giving them layla hirsch (laughs) i
0: like that they're They're giving them the
1: smallest amount possible to say the forbidden doors open serving so to get excited. The forbidden doors open yep. while they've got like big stars in the U S it could be a big money match, not on AW They're, they want the big money match to be on new Japan strong.
0: Yep. 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 I mean, listen, there's, there's really nothing else to talk about AEW. you have anything else? We well, move on. Jericho
1: uh, wanted, oh, wanted to match right. with MJF, and MJF is uncharacteristically stupid and accepts it, uh, you know, uh, and the stipulation is that Chris Jericho will never wrestle a match in an AEW ring again. Now, other people said anywhere he'll never wrestle again, but he said in an AEW ring. In any event, I'm really torn because the one time Jericho was on commentary on Rampage, it was it was excruciating, but he's been on commentary other times and been okay. So I'm gonna root for MJF to for the full straight, the the flush, or the, and and win again. Um, I don't I don't think the Jericho oh, needs to wrestle. Straight.
0: It's three zero. Like, why is it critic when WWE does this? Like when they book Lashley versus McIntyre for the third time in a row, back to back month, I guess because it's because AEW doesn't have pay per views every month. Maybe that's it. But why is it that when Vince does it, oh, again, but then when a- Tony Khan does it, oh, this is great. It makes total sense that they would fight each other and Jericho still searching for his first win on this young up and comer, MJF?
1: In, in fairness, there has been that kind of blowback about this match. Not a lot, but there's been some. I mean, it, it's been uttered out loud. But, and this is not me being the mark. It is different. Uh, with, with WWE, you get rematch after rematch after rematch. You lose, 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 and you still get title rematches. And Drew McIntyre somehow, again, is somewhere in that circle again. Even though he can't challenge Bobby Lashley, somehow, again, mixed up in that program Bobby Lashley again. This, there's always been a story along the way. Now, now this seems like overkill, but now there's a stipulation to it. So this is a personal grudge match. You know something that I noted that I found very interesting, and I think it even goes back to last week. I'm not 100% on it, but I can't remember the last time I, I heard them mention the words the pinnacle or the inner circle. Because they didn't mention either one of them on Dynamite, on Dynamite this week.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was actually thinking the same thing when I was watching Dynamite. But I thought, you know what, maybe next week when FTR versus, uh, what do they call again? Santana and Ortiz. When they they bring bring him up. Well, yeah, so it is the, a little the different. Chiron but... said Santana hmm? Ortiz. The Chiron said Santana and Ortiz. That's fine. Look,
1: the Chiron, the magical centaur.
0: <laughs> Anything else, AEW?
1: I mean, Lucha Brothers beat the Varsity Blondes in sort of a clunky match. Sadly, the best As match we've had. Right. As and they're gonna face Jurassic Express on on Rampage Friday. Uh, the winner will face the Young Bucks in a steel cage. I, can't I fully wait. expect uh, the Jurassic Express to win. Cue Steve to yell.
0: That's right. Um, you listen, you know You know. they're not, they can't put over guys from Mexico. That's yeah. just Tony Khan's thing.
1: Um, the women's match, Jamie Hayter and Red Velvet was awful. The Dark Order Descent. Oh, I can't on, imagine that anybody cares about that.
0: Hold on, hold on. Red Velvet fought Becky Lynch on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> okay,
1: fine. Well, she's <laughs> she's looked better.
0: Everybody's just hating on Becky Lynch lately. This is like so popular. Anything else? Andrade shitty promo. Dark Order descension
1: yeah, we, we talked about Daniel Garcia ran into Attack Darby, so there he is again. Um,
0: I like Dan Lambert's promo. I mean oh, – I loved it. He's so right about everything.
1: Yeah. You know, the soft and weak, want to see the soft and weak. Uh, you know, why do you want to see all these little wrestlers when you're afraid of real men? I mean, I don't know if I would pick Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, but he, you know, talked about the mean black belts, this, that, and the other thing. It was a good promo about little wrestlers. The only thing that's particularly strange about it, I know it's meant to be ironic and silly, but so far his only issue has been with Lance Archer, who's like one of the biggest guys in the company. So that that struck me as a little bit strange, but okay. But no, I mean Dynamite. I don't feel like we need to be labor and go through every single match.
0: No, I think that was that's good um let's move on to wwe let's talk about summerslam summerslam was i guess the second depending on which side of the aisle you land on it could have been the biggest thing over the weekend or it could have been the second biggest thing over the weekend um what were your thoughts on summerslam give me the good the bad and the ugly
1: the good i thought that the roman cena match was was pretty darn good though there was a five knuckle full where john cena missed it every bit as much as Mark Quinn missed a shooting star press. Um, the bad, the bad has to be the reaction that, that Nikki Ash is getting. And it seems pretty clear after last week that my hope, my thought, the facial expressions I was seeing where maybe she's cracking and breaking and, and this was all a ruse for her to turn sort of into, you know, sanity, crazy, Nikki and the superior custom. No, that, that, if that was the plan, it's been abandoned, then it was probably just her having gas or something. Um so the bad is the reaction to her. I mean, it's it's predictable, but nobody cares. She's getting booed out of the building. I and I listened to Mat Men today, and they're like, Yeah, she was booed the whole time. They booed her out of the building, and we're getting reports from house shows that she's being booed everywhere, and it's on TV too. I can see it. So it, it's I mean, only
0: temporary. It's only temporary, um, Jeff. I got a feeling that this new tag team partner hers this is going to stick for a while and they're going to get over i'm referring to rhea ripley obviously
1: <laughs> i i think you're right about that so the ugly goldberg's performer i mean goldberg was horrendous he almost killed himself he almost killed lashley he almost he he almost killed me It was so bad watching and what almost what certainly is killing me is that they're insisting on continuing this story i mean They are unwilling and unable to call audibles, even when they're obvious. Um, I I don't know. That that was awful. I thought that SmackDown was sort of the best of times and the worst of times. I think that the stuff that was good was was really good, but I think there was a lot of bad. Like the pre-show match was like nothing. I mean, I don't think they should have even validated it. I I sort of predicted it would have been the women's tag team title matches and maybe a title change there. Um, I mean, I got every single match right except for the one that was that didn't happen, which was Sasha. I mean, that was also sort of ugly how they sort of you know were talking about Sasha and doing the whole promo and then she doesn't show up, but mm-hmm. apparently they knew it. Uh, but I did predict a title switch, I, I predicted that, that uh, Bianca wouldn't get it, so I'm giving that one to me. So I, I was perfect, and that's not a good thing if I can predict the, the winners of every match. So, um the day
0: match was pretty good uh, i've heard rumors that um and i'm not going to tell you where i heard this from but i've heard rumors that and uh, let me not go there i i don't want to i don't want to speculate i i we were very critical of those that speculate so i'll i'll choose i'll choose to refrain from saying that all i'll say is this is you know um if COVID's taught us anything, right? Mm -hmm. Is um, there are people that can show up and be obviously sick, coughing, sneezing, um, fever, sweat, all that test, and maybe they have COVID, maybe they have the flu. Then you have people that don't show any symptoms whatsoever, and they get tested because now there are mandates to get tested. Uh, If you're not vaccinated and you come up positive and you're not showing any symptoms and week after week after week, you still come up positive, but you're fine. Um, So that's all I'll say is, you know, it's it's a day to day thing. Right. So that's all I'll say
1: understood you mean like pat mcafee
0: kind of like pat mcafee although pat mcafee you know obviously to get into the door on SummerSlam. and for those of you that don't know he tweeted out earlier this week that he is covid positive will not be on smackdown this week and probably not next week either and depending until he gets back he's got 104 fever he shows you a picture on his twitter of uh the thermometer temperature um don't ask me if it's rectal or oral or, or both uh because I nobody know. was gonna ask
1: you
0: that oh no nobody was gonna ask me that i am no. pretty sure somebody was gonna ask me nobody i'm gonna check the email um and you know uh <laughs>
1: he says he was vaxxed
0: but you know what he didn't what he didn't show his vax card well he doesn't need to show it to people on twitter
1: well, don't say that you were vaxxed and don't show your vax card he doesn't need to show it he doesn't need to say anything but once you do there's a lot of people saying they're vaxxed who aren't
0: yeah well i mean you know you're hearing a lot of this so we wish him a speedy recovery but this is exactly kind of what i'm saying right like he, also the guy said he was, was asymptomatic
1: then he said he had 104 fever that's not asymptomatic i mean 104 if you're an adult is you go to the hospital
0: but from what I understand, again, you this he came out with this on like Wednesday.
1: Mm-hmm. SummerSlam
0: was Saturday, mm-hmm. and to get into the door, you had to like be tested the day before, I think at least. So Friday he tested negative. Obviously, they let him in. There were other staff <clears throat> that were not because they tested positive.
1: Mm-hmm. Like Kento? so
0: right like kenta except nobody wants to see kenta (laughs) a lot of people did want to see this person that's not
1: true Uh, track brown and his cousin very much want to see kenta and thinks that lots of people want to see kenta and they would love to see kenta versus cm punk
0: who why didn't they come see him when he was uh hideo atami I
1: I don't know. And listen, maybe they would like to see it, but there's probably about 25 people on the New Japan roster they'd want to see against CM Punk before they'd want to see Kenta.
0: Oh my God. So it's just, this is all, this is, this is all make-believe. It's all make-believe. Well, it is
1: actually all make-believe. So that, that part is true.
0: Ah, uh, anyways. So, yeah. So, I mean.
1: But this is nothing, you. this is nothing necessarily to do with Sasha's. what you're not saying
0: correct okay And to follow your double negatives of course
1: right and it has nothing to do with her being an anti-vaxxer
0: okay. uh, i don't know I'll, I'll I. i yeah allegedly and also the um yeah that's that's all i'll say
1: all right Summer so Slam. the uh Raw tag team titles transferred, RK Bros have them. Damian Priest is your new US champion. Becky is your new SmackDown Women's champion. And Charlotte is your new Raw's uh, Women's champion. No other titles changed hands.
0: I I liked the card. The SummerSlam card I felt was very entertaining from from beginning to end. I thought it was a very interesting move to have RK Bros start the show. It was, uh, you know, I, I tweeted out actively throughout SummerSlam and so when that match was the first announced I said, "Oh, this is a bold choice." Vince is obviously expecting a really huge pop to start off the night once RK Bros win the titles and lo and behold, they did. Las Vegas and the fans in attendance uh marked out heavy for Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Here's another point. Everybody's very critical of like WWE doesn't nurture tag teams. They don't take care, like, create tag teams from from the ground up. Like, it's always these makeshift teams. But look at Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. They're a makeshift tag team and they're the most over-tag team in the business. I don't know
1: if they're the most over-tag team in the business, but they work. They definitely work, and so does AJ and Olmos, And And a lot of times it doesn't work. But both things can be true. I mean, you know, who, who's challenging them? AJ and almost are challenging them because they've already beaten the Viking Raiders. Who else is attacking Mansoor and Ali? Well, well, they're faces. So so are our champions. The former Retribution. They haven't won anything. So um, Goldberg
0: and uh, Sunberg. <laughs> i are gonna Tom. tag Goldberg and and what's his name? Hook Hookberg. Hookberg is going to uh, tag team with his pops and they're going to beat those guys. And then look, that's a tag team that is from the ground up because they're family, just like Dominic and his father.
1: I understand. I mean, you know, there's also what Lucha House Party. I mean, the the thing is, is that there's 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 not
0: (laughs) they got released.
1: They might have. I don't know. That's the point. There's no teams. That's what they're saying. There's no teams. So if you win the tag team titles, it doesn't matter because there's no challengers except for the people you just beat. A division is in two teams.
0: But, the ta- but no, the point is that having the teams is overrated because the makeshift team will most likely get over more than the actual team. Case in point, RK Bros.
1: Listen. The history of wrestling is I'm filled listening. with with tag teams. The Steiners, the Dudley Boys, Demolition, uh, the Road Warriors, the Rock and Roll go. Express, the Midnight Express. Right now, who your favorite guys, the Lucha Brothers. I mean, you have teams, and you always have these teams. And so, if you have six or seven teams, and you have a mishmash team, it's not that bad. If you only have mishmash teams and the regular teams are only undercard, low card, or no card, and mostly lose, that's not a division, so it's not interesting. You need to have stakes. It's like you can't be a star unless you're an individual star in WWE. But and Jeff, Vince you can't
0: have, Jeff, you can't have stakes because Otis eats them all. Shush. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I, I liked... I thought well I, what did you think of this edge versus Seth Rollins match? I thought it was a really good match. I think it was a match of the, the night and possibly uh, a match of the year contender. <laughs>
1: That's ridiculous. I, I couldn't give two shits about either one of these guys the, the match was the match was good but Once like all of baits. edges longs way too long. I mean at least seven or eight minutes too long. so if you if you cut it by seven or eight minutes I, I might agree with you.
0: Wow I, I'm surprised we disagree on this.
1: Seth Rollins ruins everything. I mean, if you want to talk about the Becky thing, that that's sort of interesting. You know, she's sort of like a heel now. That That's sort of cool. Or if you want to talk about Brock, I mean, it looks like maybe we're getting my story that I've been for like seven or eight months I was pontificating about whose side is Paul Heyman going to be on? That's interesting. Paul
0: looked, Paul looked really, really shook. Let's start with the Becky Lynch thing and then we'll talk about Brock. So Becky Lynch returns um, because she, you know, S- Sasha can't go. Carmella comes out. Las Vegas was about to riot, and then Becky's music hits, and huge pop. Um, She comes out to the ring and challenges Bianca. Bianca doesn't kind of raise an eyebrow like, Becky, I'm sorry, you're a raw talent. I'm a SmackDown champion. Go stand in line. You're in the wrong match. Nope. She just says, you know, like a dumb babyface. All right, I'll ch- all right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm not ready, but let's do it. And Becky Lynch, like the savvy veteran, she okie dokes her, punches her in the face, gives her a urinage, which now she calls a manhandle slam, um, and pins her one two three. Internet wrestling community flips out. They think that Bianca is buried. Jeff, what do you think? Is Bianca Belair buried?
1: Well, we know that the internet wrestling community doesn't know what the definition of the word buried means. Are they happy with the booking? No. Was it weird? Yes. Was it shocking? Yes. Is that a bad thing? Not necessarily. I mean, having a match between Bianca and Carmella would have been bad. Having a three-way with Bianca and Zelina Vega and Bianca, that would have been bad. So, I mean, this is, people are talking, let's see where it goes. I mean, you know, did it make uh, Bianca looked bad, but yeah, but she was shaking hands. She got clocked and got hit with a finisher. We see this all the time in wrestling that the person who it normally takes twenty minutes or or you're never going to be that, you know, at the end of a match that the the you know Ceno put the f five on or mm-hmm. you know, someone puts the finisher on where in a regular match, somehow it takes seventeen minutes to do. So big deal, you know, it, it, we'll see where it goes. if if Bianca's not on TV for the next month, seven months, then let's call her buried. Meanwhile, I think they sort of did her a favor because this happy sort of, you know, prancing, swinging her braid around, baby face, isn't working for her. She's a jock. You can you can be a yeah. you can be a face jock without the like the 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 happy happy joy joy act. She's she's a jock, and they they know how to book men jocks. Well, guess what. Book a female jock the same way. It ain't yep. that hard. She can handle the female part because she's female. She doesn't need to act any different. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you stop have Hulk Hogan flex. Guess what? She's ripped. Let her flex. I mean, so you know, maybe this will get her This is the impetus for her to you know be more serious and stop the stop the dancing around with the braid thing, for which is not her fault. Like ten minutes during a commercial break, she's dancing the whole time, with the braid, but.
0: Yeah, Vince no, no, no. Is, Vince is sold on like having a sugary sweet baby face. This is what's happening to Nikki, this is what's happening to Bianca. Um and yeah, uh, you saw it happening to Drew. Um it, it it gets stale really quick. So I agree with you there. Um in my opinion Bianca is not buried. This would you expect to be booked like there was no build for this match. You think Vince McMahon's just going to give away this fucking match? You're out of your mind. Like, Vince is in. There's money in the build of Bianca versus Becky. It's a WrestleMania match. And you're just expecting that Vince is going to throw it away in the mid card of SummerSlam with no build? Like, what planet are you on? If you've been watching WWE, you know that that's never what they do. Unless they need a to steal a, steal a win from somebody, uh, like, you know really quickly and get a title back before they show up on AEW. Like I don't know. It, it just was not shocking to me that this happened. Like why everybody's up in an uproar about Bianca Belair and comparing her to Kofi Kingston being buried like they're apples apples and oranges. Like Kofi is branded as a tag team specialist and a hall of famer as a part of New Day. Bianca Belair is her own woman. She's her own talent. She is a singles competitor. She can lift a fucking brick house up in the air with her two arms. And she's a champion. Like it's different. She's a single superstar that is cleanly defeated Sasha Banks, cleanly defeated Bailey, and now is going up against Becky Lynch. So no, she's not buried. Everybody just needs to shut up and pipe down. I think the
1: shock and outrage was the goal mission accomplished. We'll see. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to let this one play out. And by the way, Kofi's been just fine.
0: Oh, of course. Kofi's fine. He's uh, counting his money. He's, he's, he's jumping around in cricket commercials now. So he's great. Yeah. He's um, doing just fine. Cricket commercials that last longer than that Brock versus Kofi match.
1: Um, Most realistic match I've ever seen.
0: Let me ask you this question. Um, there's rumors that Becky Lynch is going to turn heel because of this. What are your thoughts there?
1: I think it's clear as day. She was, She's already a heel. That was, that was a heel move.
0: Hmm. Interesting. You don't think she could just be the savvy veteran and be like, hey, hey, rookie, should have known better. No. Don't get starstruck. No. Okay. We'll see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar came back too, uh, very exciting at the end of the John Cena versus Roman Reigns match, which, again, like you said, phenomenal match. Lots of great storytelling and in-ring psychology within the match. Um, is is so Brock comes out and Paul Heyman. I was watching Paul the whole time, and he looked like he shit himself. Mm-hmm. Just like he looked like he wanted. Well, he
1: always to sort him. of looks like he shit himself. <laughs>
0: But he looked like he got on his knees and was like, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. Like he, like he forgot like, his
1: depends this time.
0: He looked like he got caught like in in another. With, with the neighbor's wife. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so um, the story again, here we have Brock, who I believe was a Raw superstar and is now on SmackDown. So I can imagine USA is not too happy about this, but. Don't worry, USA. You've got you still got Goldberg. Thumbs they have a draft
1: in two months. They'll be fine.
0: Uh, who are they going to get back? Malachi Black. Bah!
1: <laughs> well, it might be um, Malachi Elias.
0: <laughs> Elias, buried Elias. Um. Yeah. So very exciting to see Brock back. Lots of questions. A lot of fantasy booking options. You know, you booked this. Um. Way back, you just said it a couple months ago. So, very, very interesting angles that can take. But are we ready? Like Roman's going to stay the heel here, right? This is his Thanos run to the Rock, uh or I guess to Big E, and Big E will vanquish him. But
1: I, I think Big E's going to be one of those people that's drafted over to the other show. But okay.
0: So, so I guess now that we have Brock versus.
1: I want Big E to, to cash in on the Cruiserweight Championship.
0: No. Oh. I want him to cash in on the TNA Championship. Forbidden Door.
1: <laughs> um, not even the Impact one, just the TNA one?
0: Yeah, yeah. he's like, it's not retired, I'm back, fools. The, the FTW title. Yeah, I'm coming after all of them. I'm coming after all the mid-card shitty titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- uh, do you buy Brock as a face? I don't know that
1: Brock. It doesn't matter. Brock doesn't need to act any different. It's oh. I've been saying this about Britt Baker. It's okay to have heels that are cheered. It's It's okay to have cool heels or faces that don't give a shit. The the, the crowd will determine. I mean, people cheer for Roman. I don't know what he, what you know. Everyone's talking about he he get he got the biggest pop of of the night. Uh, besides no. maybe Becky returning, um, who
0: Roman or Brock? Roman. Um Rocky Everybody gun. was booing Roman. What are you talking about? No, like it were, was the first time. That, this is how good that Roman Reigns is as being a heel. That he got for the first time in about twenty years, generated a genuine face reaction to John Cena. Yes,
1: he got, he got cheered, and then people remember this was to boo him. But when he first came out, people are excited to see him. He's he's really over as a heel. It's okay. You don't need to run away from heels that are getting cheered. In any way in any event do I you know, do I buy Brock as a face? If by face it means he's he's confronting a heel, but he doesn't really change anything else about himself? Sure, why not? Stone Cold's personality didn't change very much face from heel. It was just his opponents. Same thing. Do the same thing. Do I trust WWE to do that well? Not necessarily, but they don't make Goldberg act any differently, so you know, maybe they're not gonna make Brock act any differently either
0: yeah all right maybe we'll see more boom box brock
1: uh, well i i mean if drew has a sword he should at least have a double-headed battle axe i mean he's, he's go all hagar the horrible he should have like ned stark's heavy bear cloak with like a wolf double wolf's head like you know or you know uh amulet holding it together collar brooch yeah you should, should lean into that shit all the way I mean, his back looks so big that you could like land two planes on it.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about WWE Raw. Um, you gonna just skip had, over Takeover? Um, we'll get to Takeover after Raw. <laughs> um, Raw was a pretty good follow-up, surprisingly. <laughs> Listen, Jeff. Two, two. million people can't be wrong
1: yeah sure they can
0: no they can't um we had the miz and morrison breakup lots of stuff happened here on this episode of raw despite your laughter um and mockery miz and morrison break up. we have charlotte versus alexa being teased as the next match uh lily 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 is the fucking doll the doll is not wrestling the match
1: lily's the power
0: Jesus, the fact that you find this so fascinating is just
1: wild. I'm actually going to back up a little bit back to SmackDown. That match was awful. And the reason it was especially awful with Alexa and Lily is that if Lily is going to be a supernatural thing, which causes powers and does demonic things, you can't just treat her like a doll during the match. Either either have it all magical and demonic that you can't touch it or whatever, or don't use it at all. But don't make it a rag doll at some point, you know, and at other points, this magical thing. David Marie
0: slapped the shit out of that doll. I was so fucking excited. I would have been so happy if
1: if Dewdrop came out in the same outfit as Lily.
0: And then then afterwards she slapped the shit out of that piece of trash. Dewdrop. What kind of hired help? Listen, it's so hard to uh, hold on to a job these days and find a good job. Dewdrop is hired as this muscle and all she does is make a mockery of her boss and disappoints her. She's supposed to take out Alexa bliss. Can't fucking do that. Right. And on SummerSlam, she's supposed to like interfere and doesn't. I'm glad that fucking Ava Marie just slapped her sideways. Should have do dropped her ass a while ago. Mm.
1: Okay. Well, terrific. Um. So you're back to line about Raw being good.
0: It was super entertaining for me. I mean, Ava Marie super was entertaining. On. Super This is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be entertaining. I loved it. It was great. We had laughs. We had crying. We had Dewdrop being slapped across the face. It was great.
1: The first 42 minutes were the same four guys.
0: Which four guys?
1: Do you realize, I fast forward this, I the first 11 minutes and 47 seconds, I missed nothing. MVP started speaking about 11 and a half minutes before. There was just all recaps and they're making way to the ring over 11 minutes of nothingness. And then they're talking about Goldberg again and how it was an accident that he attacked the cage. Who cares? Put this in. We don't nobody wants to see them again. This is ridiculous.
0: Listen, he has to make sure he's a black man. He wants to make sure that the cops don't come after him. All right. He attacked really? this young. <laughs> he attacked this young white boy. Obviously, he probably needs to call Black Lives Matter because obviously they're probably going to be coming after poor, poor Bobby Lashley. So
1: the story is the Anti-Defamation League against Black Lives Matter. Now is that is that
0: what's happening here? It's just we need to protect Bobby Lashley at all costs. So please, he's a national treasure. Let's protect Bobby Smashley. I am down
1: with that. Listen, um, I did. I did sort of like how how Damian Priest sauntered out
0: in, in the he, He's a, he's a G. He's an OG. He, yeah. I like I mean, him. I said, I mean, I type. That's quick,
1: um, but yeah, but it was at least. It, listen, it was different. At least it was different.
0: He gives me these this Latino heartbreak kid vibe. I was like, oh, this is really good. I could get down and behind this. Except he's not like you know five foot six, but you know it. I'm 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 really digging his work, Damian Priest. Although he should finish every match with like having a lot of chicks in a jacuzzi. I really think he should take that from NXT and just have you know what he should have you know how like ms has ms tv mm-hmm. damien Priest should have jacuzzi tv or something like that where he just interviews people in a jacuzzi you remember would in-
1: he hire the same mvp lounge women that that used to be with the oh last without game? a doubt. yeah without the same a, exact absolutely. one
0: bro. the same ones the same ones the, and like, they why should why
1: have to wear the same dresses in the jacuzzi
0: why why wear anything they're in the jacuzzi no. Well,
1: it's TV, so... You
0: did know. you ever watch uh, Saturday Night Live when Eddie Murphy was around and he would do James Brown Hot Tub?
1: Of course I did. I'm older than you, you
0: <laughs> He should. He should totally do that. He, that's the whole entrance as he comes out with a song. Hot Tub. It's so hot in the hot tub. Oh, great. Um, What else were we talking about? Seamus she, debuted uh, uh, this new gimmick. He's got this nose thing and a trench coat. He looks like he's the repo man. Uh-huh. No, didn't you see didn't you catch look you check out the Chiron. he's the repo man now
1: mm-hmm. listen i have no problems with shame <laughs> she, sheamus has been delivering for for two years now um but th- this was done to, seeing drew and sheamus back together again was only marginally less painful than seeing drew anywhere near bobby lashley again and that dumbass sword jesus
0: uh, I love. It. They can do business all the time. They slapped the shit out of each other in the ring. Real life. Mm-hmm. Sheamus and Drew. Give me, give me the, them in a singles match all the time.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. So, should we talk about that nobody likes Logan Paul, or should we talk about nobody likes what Farouk Two was wearing?
0: <laughs> Let's start with carrying cross, <laughs> and then um, I've got some opinions on. I, I, there's a couple ways that the Logan Paul thing can go, but let's talk about Carrion Cross. Carrion Cross came out in some new outfit, right? He, he, you should see it for yourself. He looked like uh, it was half medieval guard, half Mad Max. Yeah,
1: it's sort of like a like a Roman gladiator. Kill. He's worn it before, but I don't remember it ever being colored red before. Um, and then there were like demolition, like cross straps, like a cross, like an axe. Which, of course, I mean, as a metaphor for the night, they broke. I mean, he had a, ma- a wardrobe malfunction the very first time using these things; they broke off in the back.
0: Maybe and, because he's just so big that they, he's just so massively like jacked um, that he easily breaks it apart.
1: And, uh, and but that's really not the important part. The important part was the helmet. <laughs> I like thought
0: Schneider. that he was. I thought that he was the the third member of the Viking Raiders.
1: Well, it would have made sense if he joined T and Shah.
0: Would they allow him in? Why not? I don't know. I,
1: how, how do I know? I haven't even seen Zia uh, Lee there. It's been it's been the Boa show lately, and and he's been losing. So, it's, I don't know what the hell's going on. But no, this was you know what the outfit itself was horrendous. But you know, part of the problems—the one we've talked about—where NXT half the time is canon, half the time it's like it never happened. It's like NXT is like the what-if of Marvel. <laughs> it's like a whole different thing. But Karen Cross, since he's coming, has been sort of like, sort of like a Luciferian, you know, Satan worshiper that, that dabbled with a magical girlfriend. Then he's been sort of just like a killer tough guy with with the with the badass girlfriend. Then he was sort of like the pit fighter guy then he's been sort of like sort of like almost like the mob enforcer guy or maybe the the mob capo himself with with the with the girl Uh, and then he was just a tough guy who had nothing but he was coming in this all serious and slow and methodical and now he's like you know a a mortal combat villain so he's basically six or seven different characters in six or seven different months how is anyone supposed to figure this shit out
0: Listen, in real life, there's people with multiple personality disorders, and they have to be represented in in the wrestling industry as well. So there you You go. You got him fired! Who? Who? Bray. Bray? No, Bray got himself fired because he didn't show up to fucking work. How about that? You know that's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. Who told you? Your
1: friend Chris? Mm -hmm.
0: No, uh, Bray Wyatt told me because he wasn't showing up anywhere. And now all of a sudden... Oh, I, I I don't have a job. I can show up places. Look at me. I'm on JoJo's Instagram.
1: Oh. You mean his wife?
0: Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was, he wasn't he was showing up so, for fucking, so, for fucking so eight Monsters months. So Moxley's not on, he's, on Instagram
1: with, with Renee, and he's in Nicaragua. But Bray is with JoJo on Instagram with his wife, and that's bad too.
0: No, it's not that it's bad. It's just like you were in fucking hiding for fucking 10 months, and now all of a sudden you get fired, and it's like, Oh, no, I was ready, guys. For real, for real. See, it's look at me. It's been confirmed time dinner. and
1: time again that he was ready and he was there many times. Uh, Wrote him off last night. By,
0: by who? By who? Meltzer? Your, your buddy? Your, your AEW friend? The guy you sit next to at AEW Dynamite? Yes. Meltzer? Huh? Yes.
1: Listen, mm. I sit
0: between Meltzer and
1: Brian. Semper vivi gets us snacks.
0: Meh. Nah. Meh. Nah. No, I don't get to
1: sit next to Meltzer. Denise gets to sit next to Meltzer.
0: <laughs> Denise Salcedo?
1: Salcedo, yeah, Salcedo. She loves everything. She's so happy. I saw it like in wrestling it's like you want to get popular, you have to be really opinionated and mean and anti something, or you have to love everything. There's no there's no there's no room for us middle of the rotors. There's no there's no room for the objectivity, the fair, the hard hitting, the intelligent analysis.
0: I agree. But of course,
1: it's a it's a form of entertainment for morons. But, so but what, see, this is but the,
0: don't we both together in unison like fill those two gaps? Because I really am uh, uh, a, a you, you call me a WWE Homer. You are, and I and I call you an AEW Mark. So
1: no, I'm I'm completely reasonable. It's Just that AEW is wonderful.
0: You're not reasonable. You're out of your mind. Not about this, though. Yes, you are. No, how many? You like, like Logan Johnson? Paul? How many Lee Johnson shirts do you? Logan Paul at least has more wins than CM Punk in UFC. How about that? I don't know. He has two first names,
1: and his brother has two first names too. It doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> what a between CM there's two of right them and then? they have three first names, it makes less sense. What does CM CM stand for? Chicago Made? Chicago Made Punk? Who gives a fuck? Cookie Monster, Chick Magnet. Ridiculous. Do, do you know how, how dumb the Chicago flag is? They put four stars on the flag mm-hmm. to represent four tragedies in the history of Chicago. Like, they, who wants to commemorate that? That's, that's like if New York would be like, you know what? Let's put the Empire, let's put the World Trade Center with a plane crashing into it on our flag just to memorialize it. Like, that's nonsense.
1: I'm pretty sure it represents uh, the Cubs, the Blackhawks. No, it and doesn't. the Bulls.
0: <laughs> I was just there and I had to Wikipedia because every fucking block in Chicago has this fucking goddamn flag with the four stars. Every oh, fucking place. It, it represents everywhere. the four
1: rivers that there's a confluence of. No, in it Chicago. doesn't,
0: Jeff. I looked this up. It has nothing to do with four rivers. It has to do with some four tragedies. And then it's always like, you know, even the new mayor, what's her name? Mayor McCheese. She's all yes, like, maybe we should... May, we should add a fifth star for is it Chicago, Mayor
1: Gordon Lightfoot.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Mayor Gordon Lightfoot, and Mayor Mayor Lightfoot, she mm-hmm. wants to say, "Oh, let's put a fifth star on it because we want we Chicago survived COVID." No, it's four
1: stars because Meltzer gave it four stars. It does. It's not a five star city.
0: So, so you're telling me because the pizza
1: is four times as thick as New York pizza.
0: So you're telling me that if the Chicago, if Chicago was in the Tokyo Dome, it'd have six stars in it.
1: Absolutely. It's definitely a six star city city in Asia. You
0: you you I I can't I can't with you now. I can't with you what have you become? What is it, what have happened to my Jeff? I
1: don't know what's the difference.
0: That you've become an AEW mark. All, it's, like, it's like a rock. song.
1: This is like a Disney song. Whatever happened to my
0: Jeff what <laughs> and what was that part? Oh A-W. Gilbert and
1: Solomon. Maybe it maybe there was like Broadway. I don't know.
0: Was that from AEW side story? It should be all elite sides. It's probably from
1: being the elite dark.
0: Don't, don't say
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, yeah. So Logan Paul sucks. Everyone agrees.
0: Logan Paul. Who's he fighting? What, what, what's, what's the end game here? Logan Paul's obviously going to wrestle again. The Miz. Sorry. Again, you think it's the Miz? I think it's Baron Corbin. That'd be funny, I guess. I think Baron Corbin's gonna be so cheap, and Logan Paul's gonna be like, you know what? If you can beat me in a match, I'll give you a hundred million dollars or whatever. But
1: aren't they spinning this thing now? The Baron Corbin won won a fortune in Las Vegas.
0: Oh my God! This is the best story in wrestling because I'm so captivated by it. in In about a forty eight hour period, he has won a start. Somebody gave him a hundred dollars. And he turned the hundred dollars into a meal and was whining and dining with a bunch of ladies. And then 12 hours after that, he loses it all. And he's back to like a dingy motel. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking great. He's like, why are you following me? I hate my life. I hate this place. This town sucks. I hate lot." And he's the only fucking talent that apparently stayed in Vegas for the entire fucking week. So he's still got cutting videos. So then 24 hours after the motel video, he comes out and he's wearing a brown suit. And he's like, my luck's changed again, everybody. I'm back in business. Look at this. I just bought myself a Maserati or a Lamborghini or whatever. And he's like, I'm back, y'all. I'm back.
1: You know who's videotaping all this stuff and writing it? Brandon Cutler.
0: Oh, my God. Jeff, if this, this has to lead to the debut of Cameron Grimes or lead to Logan Paul. One or the other. All I know is best angle in bi- in in wrestling right now, Baron Corbin, and it's not even shown on SmackDown.
1: Okay, that, listen, that's fine. I mean, social media is a big thing these days. That's that's what I'm told.
0: You're on social media. You people can't. You're drawing the ire of uh, Mickey James. That's so old. And uh, who else were you just arguing with? No one. The, the most no, recent... You, you know, it was Nakazawa. You were, you were fighting with Nakazawa a couple of last week.
1: We had a pleasant exchange.
0: No, he's you a, didn't. He's a I very he polite really,
1: gentleman.
0: He was trying to tell you to shove off. No, he said
1: you were much more polite than I originally thought of. Carry on or something like that.
0: <laughs> That's not what it said. It
1: is. I, sure it is. Take, go find it. You can take a seat. Didn't screen. he
0: call no. you a mark or something? No.
1: No, he's a very pleasant fellow. Uh, I was I was going all full, you know, uh, evil, evil dose. dose. Yes, <laughs> I, I think he, I think he just figured he encountered a madman and just decided to move along, um, which probably isn't entirely wrong and was probably the right move. No, the the, the most recent thing was uh, was. I, I said that uh, I told J.D. Drake that they're just pretending to like Peps Blue Ribbon because they're a sponsor, and he said, "If you ever say anything bad about about Peps Blue Ribbon again, I'll kick you in the pecker."
0: <laughs> and I said, "I said, f-
1: f- fair enough, but you know what? It might be worth it. It's uh, historically speaking, it's only got me into trouble."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you! You're gonna break, make friends with Amish Roadkill.
1: I am friends with Amish Roadkill. He follows me on Twitter. I follow him. He liked it. Yeah.
0: A real Amish Roadkill or uh, T D. Drake's? No, no, no. It's, it's it's not T D. Drake. T D. Jake's?
1: No, not T D. Jake's. The the minister, the pastor. <laughs> no, not
0: not him. No, J D.
1: Drake. The very N W A. looking wrestler. He,
0: the very N W A. looking wrestler. He looks like N W A. nineteen
1: eighty one. I mean, the NWA now isn't real.
0: This is gimmick infringement on Amish Roadkill. He is Amish Roadkill. It could just as easily
1: be Big Bubba Rogers after he took his jacket off. Big deal.
0: Big Bubba Rogers. That's a call. Maybe a
1: gimmick infringement's a gimmick infringement. Half the people you see a Cracker Barrel every week. What are you talking about?
0: Uh, well listen there every all... time you go any any
1: state fair you go to half the men look like that Las Vegas every bus every other man looks like that the only difference don't is say he's that not about Baron he's,
0: Corbin he's not wearing a John Deere hat that's the only difference what, what was it the the, the affliction the affliction hats and and shirts that that what wasn't that in like in the late 90s early 2000s I don't know you look like the type of guy that would have worn an affliction shirt
1: listen. I I have never been in a day in my life. I've never what about been about
0: those uh what is it? Not Tom Hardy hats. What was it? Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. You did you own any Ed Hardy merch? I did. did not. You, did you did a trucker hat, perhaps? Did you
1: <laughs> I yeah, did, did you I, date I, a I had a
0: girl that had a an Ed Hardy trucker hat? No. You have to think about this. No 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 <laughs>
1: no. I mean these are two different things. I have definitely had trucker hats, and I have definitely dated girls who have had Ed Hardy shirts, and I have definitely dated girls who had trucker hats.
0: Uh-oh. I <laughs> <You're> in trouble.
1: <laughs> Not recently, Sakaria. <laughs>
0: I hear everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, she hears everything.
0: Oh my God. Hilarious. Where were we, Jeff, before we went on this wild tangent that Baron Corbin took us on?
1: Um we you were still talking about Raw being good and Rhea and Nikki teamed up against Shania. And so they have the RK bros on Raw and now they have the RK bras on Raw
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> RK bras. Oh that sh- I I watched that match and I was like Oh my god, I hate to admit this, but this is Shania 2.0. Like it's good cop, bad cop, like comic relief shtick. I'm the i I'm the straight man. You're the funny man.
1: It's the RK bras, but you know what? Rhea can't be a singles champion. She's she's got too much stink on her. She's she's Yep. It
0: works out for both of them.
1: Oh she, she must have so an cool. inner ear infection. So actually, I don't hate this necessarily. Um it, it's sort of like one of those rare cases where two net negatives actually sort of make a positive or at least yep. it looks that way
0: it, um so i love it too much like i loved it too much
1: it's just weird to have two oddball tag teams on the same show where there's like four tag teams total
0: do you think kevin dunn is like his mind is blowing up because <laughs> ria has a thick accent and so does Nikki, and he's like no <laughs> boss not both of them together
1: yeah, that it might be. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> well, neither one of them should speak. So, you
0: know that that's a solution. Oh, Nikki should always speak. Oh, she's so delightful when she was when it was so cute when she was like. They should call she themselves is? the
1: Spirit Squad.
0: <laughs> that's a spirit. <laughs> oh, I mean, WWE so owns the say. name, right? Spirit yeah, Squad. Yeah, they should. Um, it was so cute when she was asking her for to be the partner. It seemed like a wedding, like a um, no. You know.
1: it, it seemed it seemed like like the big dog and the little dog. Uh, Chester is my my friend because he's all so big and strong. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, But yeah.
1: I know what you meant it like a proposal.
0: Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I meant. Right. And then oh, we have more twenty
1: like... four seven idiotry. idiotatry. Oh,
0: oh my god! This is great. No, Ready? it's not. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. I've got a bone to pick with you. Why is it when fucking AEW does flippy shit, it's fucking great. It's amazing. It's 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 wrestling. This is this is what uh, uh, wrestling should be. But when Reggie does it, it's it's buffoonery.
1: Well, one was in the ring, and oftentimes the flips leads to falling on someone else or hitting them. All Reggie does is evade and run away like a coward, and nobody can catch him before he goes into the side of an ice cream truck. I mean, at least he should have hung on to the ice cream truck, and the ice cream truck should have driven away with him on the top. That sort of would have made sense.
0: What kind of heel are you? The first rule in heeldom is he who runs away laugh, uh, lives to see another day. Like, what, what, why, why would he not?
1: This is this Tozawa in the garbage can and and
0: our truth in, in the shrub costume
1: going you at the end.
0: It's not funny, it's just none of this it. is no funny. It is.
1: It is. It's not, it's not
0: funny. Oh, it's fucking great, Jeff. And and Elias it's apparently really is now a gardener. I love it, Jeff. I love it. I, I love that Reggie tries to be so serious. Like when I was growing up. I couldn't buy myself an ice cream, and so this is why I gotta take in the delights of ice creamdom. And then you've got fucking Archer sneaking around in a fucking don't tell anyone why you love
1: this. This This is terrible. (laughs) Nobody likes this. Nobody likes it. You shouldn't even pretend.
0: I just lost my headphones.
1: You're, that's because your brain fell out of your ears, apparently, and knocked them off. Oh
0: my God, Jeff. It is fucking funny. You man. know what?
1: I miss David for his insightful <laughs> analysis. It
0: is, it is so hilarious to me. Because it's just, like, that's what it is. It's supposed to be comedy. It's supposed to be. It's not, not funny.
1: A it's supposed to be comedy, but it's not.
0: Oh, but but when, when Omega's like, oh, oh, you think you know me? You think you know me? That's funny. That's fucking funny. First weird. of all, I called a
1: douchey and dorky.
0: That's exactly what it is, this, and, Reg- it, and this is oh, worse. And, then, and Reggie, when he does flips, it's fucking preposterous.
1: We've already there. done this. Just edit it out because we don't need to hear it again.
0: It, it's exactly the same thing. He's, he's very good moves. at flipping.
1: He's he's a very good acrobat.
0: I really I really want to be good at flipping you off right now.
1: You can. You're, you're the only one who would see. Actually, I'm the only one who would see it. <laughs>
0: And less She could probably see through the wall. Oh, she
1: would hear it. Oh, yeah. No, she can probably see it from there. She's got cameras everywhere.
0: <laughs> what happened on TakeOver, Jeff?
1: Well, it was more colorful. There was a pre show match with Rat Face, Ferret Boy, Trey Baxter. Is... <laughs> I thought
0: they got rid of him. Why is this? this no, guy...
1: they, they got rid of the, the taller guy who, who was better looking, and, but basically resembles him. I think Asher Hal was his WWE <laughs> name.
0: I could have sworn um, they got rid of Trey Baxter.
1: No, no, they're, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ridge Holland squashed him. Pete Dunne's accompanying him. And I at the time believed that NXT was changing, and I thought that that was a, a metaphor. But it's, <laughs> me, Ridge Holland is what we're getting, and Pete Dunne is what we're leaving behind. Nope.
0: Oh, my um, God. Jeff, everybody in the internet, it was like, after fucking NXT, this is going to be the last time, guys. This is going to be the end of an era, end of an era. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tuesday night, it's the same fucking show.
1: Worse, but we'll we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Um, we have a new million-dollar champion. We knew this was going to happen. I, I'm sad about it because I wanted Ted DiBiase to have to play the part of Virgil for a while. Um, so that, that match was pretty good. That I mean, to be honest with you, that was my favorite match of the night. It wasn't too long. It was fun. I like these guys working together. Uh, The wrong result for me, probably the right result for everybody else on earth. Um, So that was all right. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez retained her belt over Dakota Kai. No surprise there. Then I think her name is Kaylee Ray or Kylie Ray uh, from NXT UK, the former UK champion. She came out. So obviously she's going to be the new short-term challenge for Raquel Gonzalez. That's fine. No issue with that necessarily because they sort of had trouble deciding who they're going to build around, uh, around in the women's division sort of top tier. We'll get to this shortly, but it's like I find the Frankie Monet and the Mandy Rose recruitment stories like to be identical on the same show. It's it's a little bit weird. Um, though I guess RK Bros and RK Brassa, so why would I think it's weird? It's, it's exactly right. Um, in what people are talking, saying is a match of the year candidate, Ilya Dragunov against is the new nxt uk champion dethroning walter after his 870 day reign of course nobody's saying that there were like no defenses for 650 of those days whatsoever (laughs) you know do the covid okay i mean listen i would have preferred walter keep it i you know this this is where i differ from a lot of wrestling fans I can appreciate a good wrestling match, but that's that, that's not really what I'm interested in. I'm interested in characters, and Walter, at least, is a character. He's just a big, scary guy. Ilya Dragunov, whatever chance he had, he lost with me the, the Tuesday prior when he opened his mouth and he started speaking. I never want to hear him speak again, and he looks like Rockstar Spud's uh, slightly bigger brother. But they're good. I mean, if you, if you appreciate match artistry, this was a hard-hitting, good match, and they showed what's-his-name Dragunov afterwards, and, like, he was bruised to hell. He had broken blood vessels. Like, one entire side of his neck was all red, and you could tell that that was real. It's like every capillary had burst. It's So, I mean, yeah, they laid it out there, so kudos to them. I'm I just, I'm just not invested in either of those guys, and I'm certainly not invested in the new champion. But I don't even know how long he's going to be here, so I don't really know what the purpose was is unless Walter is resigning. Or going to the main roster, but he's already said he doesn't want to live in the U.S. Maybe he's changed his mind. Maybe two years of being out of work has changed his mind. Eh, said not that bad. At least I'll get paid. Maybe he can get released. Maybe he can get released. I mean, Pack only works part time for AEW. Spends two weeks, you know, in in England, and then flies on back occasionally. So,
0: I'm not touching that one. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly won two out of the three matches, the, the 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 technical pin, and he won the cage match, Adam. So they each won their own stipulation. This, this 20, 25 minutes. I didn't care about any of this. I don't care about either of them. I don't want to see either one of them ever again. Everyone's wondering where Adam Cole's going. I don't care where he goes. Um, so Kyle O'Reilly won. Yay. Uh, they called that the, what was it, the... Uh, end of the year or what, what, what was what they call this match? The undisputed end?
0: The end of end of vanilla midgetry. Oh, thank God.
1: And then the main event, which was a showcase of Samoa Joe getting winded. but um, <laughs> uh, yes they but they beat the, the guy that they made dress like a gladiator. We're all supposed to be scared of because he lost to a forty two year old man who was huffing and puffing like I do. But you know I wouldn't say any matches were bad on the card. It's just it just was a sort of underwhel- It was an underwhelming takeover. Like uh, some of the big titles weren't defended, and I don't know. It, di- it didn't feel like an important show.
0: But Jeff, it was the end of an era. Yeah. Well, I guess we can
1: get to regular NXT because it doesn't really seem like it was.
0: That's exactly my point. Like I don't understand who. Just because Nick Khan said we need to change up NXT, like we didn't really see those changes happen like immediately, like overnight, and everybody expected, I guess, from NXT to Tuesday night there to be this drastic change when there wasn't. I I, I just I don't know. I don't no. I don't buy the the new NXT. Like they're not no. calling it something else. They're not calling it Smoky Mountain. They're not calling it Ohio Valley. They're they're not changing it still NXT, still run by Triple H. They'll be fine.
1: Well, I mean the numbers went up. They went up. They did 685, which was uh, up about 40,000 from the week before, even though it was a tape show. The, the next few shows are taped and you know, I guess there were spoilers. I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't really go out of my way to avoid any. I didn't go out of my way to find any either, but they weren't so obvious that they were everywhere. You see um, that?
0: You get you get rid of those those uh, nobodies and look
1: we got ratings i guess um so nxc we had grimes and diab dibiase celebrate but the in a later segment uh grimes surrendered the belt to dibiase and dibiase drove off and gave grimes like a, a replica belt he didn't tell grimes it was a replica belt but grimes figured it out and ended with the that damned ted dibiase ooh to the moon um so no more million dollar title, which you know I guess that's fine. It it was fun while it lasted. Um, I always thought that was more of a main roster thing anyway, and you know I, I, I'm really not interested in seeing DiBiase as a face anyway. We had Ridge Holland again with Pete Dunne. They fought Thatcher, who was with Champa. Holland won clean. This was this was a this was a good match, but it was a very NXT, you know, Timothy Thatcher sort of hard hitting match. Birch and Lorkin are back. Well, Birch is back. So, you know, it's obviously
0: shit that we weren't supposed to see anymore. Oh, well,
1: exactly. And you had a four on one where Ciampa got laid out. But again, we've got done Birch Lorkin with Holland. The only thing that's missing is McAfee. So, uh, you know, I guess they're together, you know, and Holland's no longer just the hired help that last we heard McAfee sh- shouldn't have gotten him a Mercedes because he wasn't worth it. Uh, but I guess <laughs> forgiven. Um we found out that Index is going to have their wedding on September 14th, so we're going to have an NXT wedding in, in three yes. weeks or two weeks. So, that, so that's good fun. Um, Love it. You know what? How I've said in the in the past, Oscar can can speak in Japanese and don't need to understand a word she says. We know exactly what she means. Pentagon same in Spanish. Dexter Loomis can. You know exactly what he's going to say without him saying a word. And when he needs more, he does those pictures. I mean there are some people with their body language and expressions that they do enough that, I mean, their promos are better without use of English than 90% of the wrestlers with English. K and K &K dance factory defeated Gigi Dolan and, and JC Jane. uh, And then Mandy Rose came out to them later on. And she said, Hey, if you never want to have that feeling again, come with me and never look back or come with me to glory, something like
0: that. I would, I would totally go with her to glory all the time.
1: As you should. Um, so it looks like uh, K&K, uh, Kaden and Casey are, are lining up to, uh, I guess, be contenders for the, uh, the, you know, mishmash team of Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. Kaylee Ray came out and she beat a cockatoo. Um, so typical, you know, Two people you didn't really know on NXT, so no surprise there. One, you know, enhancement talent jobber. Um, and then someone new from Europe that probably most people had rarely seen before or never saw before TakeOver, whatever. Um, then we had Samoa Joe cut a promo, and then, you know, his challengers came out, which included small Pete Dunne, small Kyle O'Reilly, L.A. Knight. You know, it was a promo over a title shot. Rich Holland came out and beat up Kyle a little a little. Ciampo got double teamed again.
0: Who should get the title shot? Oh, for God's sake.
1: I mean, I hope it's LA Knight. It'll probably be Pete Dunne. I mean, if NXT is true to its old self, it'll be Pete Dunne. If they're actually making a shift, it should be LA Knight because he's the only one who's a star out of that bunch.
0: Is he? But is he big enough? LA Knight? Yeah. Yeah. How tall is he?
1: Uh, he's probably not tall, tall, but he's but he's strong. I mean, he's he's Adam buff. Cole tall. He's taller than Cole. I mean, you, you okay. see him next to Gargano, he looked like a giant. I mean, I, I would say that La that La Knight is probably five eleven.
0: Okay. Vince will book him at six two. Sure,
1: why not? Um, and the proof that NXT hasn't changed was in the breakout tournament finals Carmelo Hayes versus Odyssey Jones you have a 170 pound guy versus a 405 pound guy if there was going to be a change the 405 pound guy would win but no Carmelo Hayes won so where's the change I mean granted Carmelo Hayes is very athletic he definitely has a look to him he definitely has a natural charisma he might be one of those guys that would be an exception even to Jeff's rule because he is that smooth and he and he you know he, he has a build he's got a physique and he he definitely has the facial expressions—he's got the cocky. He's got the—you know—he he almost has like the 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 Casanova kind of wry smile kind of thing that you could see, like almost like a. Oh my God! It was a, the the Princess Bride, the the star like the kind of the the.
0: Oh, Cary Elwes.
1: Yeah, he's like the, like like the kind of cocky, you know, cocky, good natured but cocky, you know, facial expressions like. Yeah. Do you need a rest? I can beat you later, and it's no problem. Take a rest. <laughs> he he has that. But yeah, if yeah. it was a new XC, Odyssey Jones, you know, would have won. Now, Odyssey Jones needs a lot of work on his character. He's sort of like this big giant guy, and he's sort of just happy, smiling, and I'm happy to be here, and I'm proud to be here, and I've accomplished so much, and everything's happening so fast. So he's definitely, you know, needs to develop some sort of character. If it's a face, it needs to be a different kind of face. If it's a heel, it would, you know, be an obvious choice. <laughs> That'll be an easier transition. You
0: want him to change faces?
1: No, I don't want him to change faces.
0: Like face off, like that John Travolta yeah. movie.
1: You are aware this is a wrestling podcast, so we use terms like face and heel.
0: Oh, I thought we were talking making a callback to face off. Right. We already Johnny talked Andrew, about
1: it earlier. Man. T we had a TN Shaw come out. No Lee again. Boa came out. He lost to someone named Zion Quinn, who actually, you know. Looked a little bit like a Toru Ruus with hair, um, but I think there was it was concerned upset. But I mean, it's sort of interesting. But Boa sucks, so hey, all right. <laughs> um, Johnny Gargano asking Regal to cancel the wedding, and Regal's like nah. Um, and then there was Hit Row against Legato, and we saw the debut of Electra Lopez, who joined Legato and and helped them win, beating the uh, Hit Row. So this feud. I guess continues or in, until the faces win, but you know, the show was pretty good. But it was, I mean, but it was certainly wasn't a new direction.
0: You think this is going to carry forward to uh, War Games? War um, Games coming up in a couple months. In a
1: couple, maybe
0: November. Yeah, maybe.
1: I, I, I mean, I don't think so. Because for it to be four and four would be intergender. I don't see them doing that.
0: Uh, in the Two Rings, I think they can get away with it. I mean, you just have to keep Brianna and Electra together most of the time. I think it can be done. I'm
1: sure it can be done. It would, it would just be sort of weird. I, I don't know. I don't see it, but I don't know. Maybe if if All right. that's what happens, that's a good call on your part. I mean, I do like that they're sort of doing something, you know, low key that. You know, would be considered shocking or, or politically correct. That basically, it's it's like a gang war. It's like almost like a, a yes. race war. They're called culture versus culture. I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, this is you know, this is sometimes how the real world is. Sharks um, versus Jets. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you. I mean, there's real life gangs and they tend to be broken down between between ethnic lines. I mean, they're not, they're not like insurance commercials where, you know, we, you've got, you know, everyone in the rainbow together, you know, having a picnic together. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, they're doing what
0: it. What insurance commercials are you watching?
1: Every commercial now. Every commercial now. A progressive now, lady
0: like, with, the, with, with her progressive friends at the beach? Well, sure.
1: Well, exactly. Progressive friends. Eh? There you have it right there. It's right there in the name. <laughs> oh, like whenever you see like families and, and you know, and, and parties on commercials now, it's like, you know, everybody's attractive. Everyone's in interracial relationships. And it's it's fine. It's just, it's just, it's just so brazen. It's, it, you know, and, and there's a lot of that. One in seven marriages in, in the United States is interracial, uh, but not one out of every one. I mean, it's just I mean, you can you can have both. It's just, you know, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that this is a mirror of things that happen in the real world and, and wrestling of all things where all problems are resolved by violence. Shouldn't be afraid to to have that. I mean, it's
0: it have you ain't... seen a lot of blowback because of that? I haven't seen it.
1: No because they've been like I guess everybody knows it and but they're not using those words so you know mm-hmm. I guess everyone's yeah, I you know closing their eyes and saying, eh, "We'll give it a pass cuz it's okay, close enough, it's all right." I mean, everyone can't be Serbians versus Chechens. I mean, it's just, I mean, That doesn't Ser- Serbians have seats. mothers too.
0: That doesn't put butts in seats. That's
1: true. It it, it doesn't not even, not even in Serbia or Chechnya.
0: Um, let's move on to wrestling news.
1: Okay, you want to talk
0: about SmackDown? I mean, we already covered SummerSlam, so we're kind of like all up to date to to the to this week's SmackDown. You're
1: right. Oh my goodness, you are right. I I completely forgot about the order of things. All right, good. So one last show. Yeah. yeah, we can we can talk about news. There there, ain't, there isn't a lot that we haven't covered, but sure. Uh, Bound by glory, night one, Bandito retained his world championship over Flip Gordon. But the big news out of Ring of Honor, no no other titles, no titles changed hands, but there were injuries. Jonathan Gresham, their pure champion, uh, had like a fractured orbital bone. He's expected Ooh. back before their next pay per view in Philly next month. Flip Gordon apparently was uh, suffering memory loss after his match the
0: second night. (laughs) Is that the new way of saying concussion? Probably.
1: Um, And Roosh suffered a knee injury there. They're not sure of the extent of it. Some people think it's kayfabe, but I I don't think so. Um, So that's like three of their bigger guys. Roosh is their former world champion, not current. Gresham is is a major part of a lot of their storylines, so that ain't good. Emergence Christian retained the title over Brian Myers, you may know him as Kurt Hawkins, in the number 1 contenders match, Ace Austin prevailed, so he's the number one contender. The Good Brothers retained their Impact Championship, so nothing surprising there. Um in uh with regards to WWE news, uh we one of our first episodes we talked about a major lawsuit that was settled uh, arising out of a uh, uh business dealings with Saudi Arabia, as, as partially, and, and at the time we thought that was the only suit. Apparently there there were some others. I, I guess they all got consolidated, and those were also settled, so those were off the books as well. Um, we touched on this earlier, but the rumor mill has it that Bray is going to AEW. The rumor mill also has it that Adam Cole that WWE uh, up until midweek was pretty confident he was re-signing with WWE, and then Sort of around Wednesday or Thursday of last week, it changed. They they thought he changed his mind, so everyone assumes he's going to AEW. I always figure he's going to AEW anyway. And like I said, I don't care where Adam Cole goes. I'm very invested in where Bray goes. Um, Also, some rumors tying former Buddy Murphy. I I can't even remember what what he's going by now. But also Braun Strowman to Impact. Um, Whether that's true or not. I don't know because impact has been doing this all along. Ever since there's been free agents, they've been trolling that they're signing them all. And
0: I was about to say that that I can't trust TNA and they're trolling.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I don't either. And I think that Braun is too pricey Murphy. I mean, I think that's a fine spot for him. I mean, I'd rather see him in some other places, but uh, that's fine. Uh, And mostly I'd rather see him in other places because I won't see him in impact because I won't be watching. Uh, but I would see him on the MLW. I would see him on Ring of Honor. I might see him occasionally on NWA. This weekend, of course, is NWA's big, uh, the big shows They're Empower and NWA 73. Saturday and Sunday, two pay-per-views one weekend. So this is sort of where they're, uh, you know, this is where they're trying to, sh- you know, I I don't know. Do you think this is make or break for them that they either have to score big on? on on these pay-per-views or it's sort of the end of the road for them.
0: Pfft, ridiculous. Nope.
1: You think they you think they're like impact. They will live forever.
0: Um, I think that, um, I think Billy Corgan puts in as little as he needs to. And the rest is a tax write-off. So, um, I think it's fine. I think he's doing <laughs> right. I think, I think N- NWA is going to continue doing what they're doing.
1: I think you overestimate their wealth. Um, other news, not really news, but ratings. SmackDown did 2.1, uh, which was a slight improvement. Um, Raw did a 2.067, which was also an improvement for them. Uh, dark, as we've been doing the last, we've been doing the last three weeks. So dark this week, 318, last week 369, and two weeks ago, 404. Uh, elevation this week, probably coming off of uh, punk excitement, 479. A week ago, 222, which is weird. Um, because two weeks ago, hey, 449.
0: Let me ask you this Do you think the raw number going up is due to SummerSlam, like a post high of SummerSlam? Or do you no. think it's a bump attributed to CM Punk bringing back people that checked out? In 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and now are tuning back in to see what to catch up?
1: I think there is a punk punk bump for everyone. Uh, I'm not sure if it's people are tuning back in to see what's up with punk. I think there may be people who are tuning to see what WWE will do to counter it. Um, maybe they were expecting some surprises on Raw to sort of match the becky and brock surprises or or at least allude to some of that um but i think yeah i think punk obviously is having the biggest bump on aew and, and and you know maybe some people who tuned in just to check him out decided hey let's check out everybody this week or or let's check out both big companies that are easy to find this week we'll see i don't know but i think there is something to that i think there is something to a rising tide does lift all ships maybe not equally but but they do i mean like i say all the time my silly analogy every time you go to a a rest stop or you know an exit there's always four or five fast food places clustered together Mm -hmm. and you think they'd be competition with each other but they know it's better that they're 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 all going to get spill off from the other
0: yeah yeah interesting analogy what else do we got
1: that's it. I mean, I don't have a whole lot more news unless you've got more stuff on Bray or Cole or Daniel Bryan. I mean, it's, it's it's you know, mostly innuendo and speculation. I mean, there was some stuff with Ruby Soho, and you know, she's also expected. She'll probably be... Well, the, we didn't talk about there's a casino battle royal on the pre-show for all... Uh, all yeah, I, thought, uh,
0: I figured we'd get to that next week because they only announced like seven names, and we still haven't figured out who the rest yeah, of them are, the but the
1: card is pretty well f- filled out, but yeah, we can do that next week. It's, it's no big deal. So, all right. So Ruby, Soho yeah. rumors, AW, nothing new there.
0: Well, either. Did you see the promo? Did, I mean, not the promo, the, uh, the vignette, the, the, the cinema graphic, the, the, no, not a one. Oh no. So no. Uh, what I find funny is because I live in New York, so I'm familiar with all of New York city. Um, and, Nowhere near Penn Station is there a gas station where you can was drive that, up. It's to... like a brag. I'm familiar
1: with all of New York City. It's
0: it's a it's a humble brag. And you can't so, be beat in those mean streets. I can't, and, and I'm not. I'm no Track Brown. Um,
1: where is Track Brown? This
0: is his second no show. He's uh, Tony Khan has taken care of him. Apparently, Ooh. he decided to uh, strike up a fight with uh, AEW about copyright claims, and that
1: is outrageous. Um, Justice for should,
0: We should have him on to describe to discuss it.
1: He was um, supposed to be on. He should have been. He should have been texting around 20 minutes ago. He's got
0: his. He's got his own show. Let me check. Check to see. Oh.
1: Well, he had his own show. It just got. He just got deplatformed.
0: <laughs> oh no. Oh, look at that. Hold on a second. I missed a group. I missed a group call. Hold on a second. Maybe this might be him.
1: Yeah, check that out. Well, I guess you can edit this so you know i don't, nope, I don't need no to pretend it. i'm doing show business
0: nope not him
1: well so what group call was it
0: i don't know now i can't find it
1: mm-hmm. something else okay. uh-huh why because you know sicaria who hears everything
0: that's right um what were we talking about
1: doesn't matter R- ruby so we were talking
0: oh. about oh there there she is again um yeah, the gas station. But right, she, she hears her open. name.
1: She's like, what are you guys talking about?
0: She steals this car. And there's no gas station like that near Penn Station or anywhere in the vicinity of Penn Station. Not Times Square, not um, the Garment District, the Flatiron uh, District, n- n- Fashion uh, District. Nowhere is this gas station where you can just w- – did she get dropped off in Jersey? That's the only place I can think of because not even in Queens can I think of. A gas station where you can just pull up like this like a random quickie mart and just steal a honda civic from somebody and then get really excited at the fact that you just stole somebody's honda civic
1: and not drive straight into traffic
0: and not, <laughs> and not drive straight into traffic and then she's listening to a song and apparently the song like bums her out why did she steal a car or why did she steal she has like a lot of remorse I, very good acting by ruby wasn't ruby it the riot it.
1: squad's uh, theme song that's why she got bummed out was it that
0: i didn't i yeah. don't think it was no. i think it was that's what i heard that's the word okay. on the street i've got to double check that but she she she's immediately got buyer's remorse probably because she stole a honda civic like who steals a honda civic but <laughs> whatever um yeah, somebody I'm who happy. needs a honda civic she had to go somewhere. Maybe she's going to Arthur Ashe. She's still about four weeks too early. She, she's the,
1: she's going to be the first one there. Oh, like, you know where it makes sense? She's going to outwork even her. Christian.
0: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So it makes sense if she took the train to, to Penn Station, then took the PATH train to Jersey, and that's where she stole the car. Aha. So maybe she shows up in Newark in two weeks.
1: Well, I hope the car had an Easy Pass in there. She's going to be paying a lot in tolls.
0: <laughs> well, maybe she dumps it.
1: Those it's bridge fees Honda are no Civic, joke.
0: But it is a Honda Civic.
1: It doesn't. It's like seventeen dollars to cross a friggin' bridge in New York.
0: Only one way, though. It is.
1: Yeah, right. Only one way.
0: <laughs> only one way. Only in to get into New York. If you're leaving New York. They Escape they from New York. Anything. Oh, yeah. Guys, that's episode 47 of uh, the Hammerlock Hangover. Thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. Um, if you want to chat with me, you can catch me on Twitter, at Big Cool. It's just at BigDaddyCool altogether. No numbers, nothing. That's it. I got into Twitter very early and was lucky to score that handle. Jeff, you can find him at IcarusFellMD. That's Icarus F-E-L-L, like fell, like I fell out of the tree md like doctor um and what else jeff what else do you want to plug
1: uh check out my other show my non-wrestling podcast garden of doom have some exciting guests recently uh sebastian major from our fake history was on this past week we've had uh the host of the eastern border uh, i'll just call him chris to be uh, make it easier but he's uh, uh, was calling us from uh, riga estonia um and then I've interviewed a few uh, Bruce Fenton, a UFOologist. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to drop that show though. But um, yeah, lots of fun and exciting stuff. Our friend Andrew Goff's going to be on again this this week, um, talking about the real story behind the Da Vinci Code. So cool stuff.
0: Very good guys. And uh, yeah, if you haven't already, please make sure you support the uh, Hammerlock Hangover podcast wherever you're listening to us. Please make sure you leave a rating, and uh, and yeah, subscribe, follow, all that jazz. Helps us out with the algorithms and all that. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, hope you tune in to next week's show. We're going to probably tee up AEW All Out and talk more wrestling. So that's it. Thanks for listening and have a good one. AEW. And? Stay evil, my friends.